Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. Got a good one for you all today. Today on the gun line, we have a brother of mine I've known for shit almost 16 years. We went yep. to fun times and basic training and off to Fort Hood together, the same unit, but different batteries. Of course, mine was the best. So, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm your host, Lopez, here, and I'd like to welcome you onto the On the Gun Line podcast where we shoot the shit like we did in the past. So go on and pop a squat because it's about to get hot. You on the gun line now. So without further ado, I've known this cat, like I said, for almost 16 years. Uh, one of the funniest memories I remember of us when we were in basic was, I think you used to run and slide like a seal. I want to say that you did that. Maybe twice. <laughs> Yeah, I did that. Uh, I don't know why. Like somebody told me, "Oh, you should run," and I'm like, "Why not?" <laughs> so like, and I don't know. It was just like something that we did in basic training. Like, we just fuck around like that. And dude, and uh, well, also another thing I remember was it just stuck in my head since that day. Like, we could die. <laughs> 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 I think that was when we were gonna go do the battle buddy rushes. Yeah, yeah. Real bullets. We can get shot. We can die. Well, oh, when they when they said like, I remember like a creative saying like something about like not being in danger in basic training or something, and then the recruiter, the the drill sergeant's like, "Hey, it's gonna be live bullets. If you get up, you're gonna die." So I was like, "What?" I was like, "What? We're gonna die?" <laughs> That's what it was, just like that. Well, anyways, for those who don't know, I have my old buddy here. Rodriguez. Uh, first name, I think, is Jorge. Jorge. Jorge Rodriguez. Oh, got Jorge Rodriguez here. <laughs> like to it the right, proper Mexican way. And, That's uh, right. He hails from the great state of California, but from the shitty area of Central California. <laughs> <laughs> the shitty area. Hey, man, it's it's the most. Um, this this is like the Bible Belt of California, so it's like Awkward. very conservative area. So, I mean, it's still California, so. You know, do you get a lot of fucking like, well, are there white people in Central Cali that are not yeah. owners of farms? Yeah, 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 yeah. You get your mix of like everything. You get your, you know, landowners, you get your um, the, the white trash, white people out here, you know, everything. <laughs> cool beans, man. So, hey, yeah. people that don't know you, uh, why don't you give us a little about yourself, man? Let's shoot the shit. So, all right. So, you know, I was uh, after, right after high school, you know. So, first of all, I, I like my family came to the States when I was 10 years old. Okay. So, like, I live here in the Fresno area for, you know, ever since. I'm um, 33 now. So, um, after high school, I joined, <laughs> I joined, I joined a, what? You're 33? Yeah. Okay, we'll get back to that. Cause, because <laughs> it's been a long time, dude. But yeah, um, uh, after I school, I joined, I joined the, the the army and uh, ended up in a in a what was it like Fort Fort Sill, Fort Sill, Oklahoma, with you. We did basic training. One, Bravo one two two or Delta Delta one two two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, no <laughs> Delta. It, it's been a long time. It's been yeah, a long time. Been. But uh, yeah, we um, I was uh, I was in uh, Bravo. After 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 basic training, basically, uh, so when when I joined, I was gonna be a sixty-three mic. Yeah, that? it's a Bradley mechanic or something, Bradley oh, system okay. maintainer or something like that. Okay. So when so when uh, 
when I went to maps, they basically told me, hey, um, like you, you missed the, the waiting for, for about like half a pound. <laughs> Literally half a pound. Like, like the doctor there was like super strict. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know what, what that was. Yeah. So I came back and I waited the exact same because it was like a month. I had to wait like a month. So I waited the exact same like wait. It was I was had the same exact, you know, the tape and everything. Exact right. same. Except that it was like uh Thanksgiving weekend. So the doctor wasn't there. <laughs> he had gone. So the the only ones that were there were like uh, uh like a navy doctor and an air force nurse or something like that. And the the same the navy doctor was there when when he taped me last time. And then he was like he was kind of like looking at the doctor like dude, it's half a pound. Like you could go shit that out. <laughs> yeah. So, so when, when I came back, he was like, all right, you're good, man. So he like signed everything over and then I waited like second. And then it was like half a pound over, but he just put the right amount. Right. Like, and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so then I shipped out and, uh, landed it. Remember Thanksgiving uh, weekend we were there. Yeah. It was my birthday, no. dude. The first day in four. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it, it was crazy. Why did they switch you though from the, the, the Bradley mechanic? Because of the first, okay. So, yeah. So the way I got renoed at uh maps. So when I came back, they were like, yeah, we can't offer you the same job. So you got to pick 13 Bravo. And I was like, fuck. Or no, you got to pick between, I would take what was it? Uh, Cav Scout, uh, 11 Bravo and 13 Bravo. So basically just combat arms. Right. Right. So then I went and I, and I was like, okay, so then they were like, but uh, 13 Bravo comes with like airborne school. And I was like, sure. Why not? So <laughs> I, 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 ter- I picked 13 Bravo cause of that. Cause I was thinking of going 11 Bravo. Right. So then they were, were like, all right. So when I um, got to Fort Sill, you know, it was, like Christmas or like we started basic training pretty much. And like two weeks later we went on Christmas break. Right. Right. Porque we got there on November 23rd is when we all gathered up together in a fucking barracks. I remember I went to parade rest for fucking, yeah. uh, the, that one white dude that was all super motivated. Harris, Harrison, I think his name was. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. So I'm at parade rest and shit. He's like, no man, I'm just like, <laughs> And then, but dude, they fucked us because we were there for about five days because everybody was on fucking leave for Thanksgiving. So I thought, yeah. and I don't know if you thought the same thing. Yeah. But I thought, man, if this is basic training, this is going to be a fucking cakewalk, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, ca- I kind of thought that the first two days. And then the next day, somebody said, like, uh, I think it was because I was with Olinger because we, we came from the same. I don't know if you remember Olinger. Uh, he was, a, he was yeah. with us, but he was a Delta. Right. So he, he actually was the one that was like, no, this isn't, this isn't basic training. I think we're going to leave after this. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> like, yeah, we got our stuff and, and we got our shots in the ass. That one that hurt. I was like, oh, but other than, that, <laughs> other than that, it's like, what, what are we doing here? Cause literally we were done by the second day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got our and then, shots and then we got, like, our- I don't remember. I don't remember what we did, but like on Sunday and yeah. Dude, and then it, it, like, I don't remember what else, what else we did. <laughs> I don't either, dude. I mean, I, dude, what I do remember was um, our first night there, fucking that drill sergeant, that black dude walks in there and he looks at fucking Sunshine. What the fuck was his name, dude? Uh, Yakum. 
<laughs> Yakko. <laughs> <Yaku. laughs> he named his ass Sunshine. And then that drill sergeant comes up to me. He's like, the fuck is that on your face? And I thought, because I thought that as long as you trimmed it onto the fucking down here that I was good. Yeah. <laughs> All he said was, you got one minute to go to the fucking bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry, to the latrine and shave that shit off. I had a thick fucking mustache, bro. So I'm in dry shaving, just <laughs> hacking blood all over the place. <laughs> and all then, yeah. the surprise came, dude. Remember when they lined us all up outside and they came with the yeah. cars? Oh, fuck. That, yeah, that's that's when we met our, our drill sergeants and they were like right neck. Like they just started, I was like, how do they know my name? Like, <laughs> the whole time like how do they know about me because he that, i think it was your son robinson that came up to me it's like rodriguez uh and he said you gotta be a last here when you leave and i was like what what are you, what are you like what <laughs> and then he, he said something about my hometown or something and i was like what how do you know what, what the fuck <laughs> but it, it was just like what what's happening but it was <laughs> Dude, those are awesome fucking times, bro. I mean, I just remember Pop, little battle buddy. He was yeah. so mellow. <laughs> Last yeah. time I saw him, he went fucking special forces. He did? Yeah, he did. Never heard wow. from him afterwards, though. So, I mean, I don't know. He probably just dropped off the face of the earth and wants to just chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, maybe yeah, he's my- doing some special forces stuff, you know? Fuck yeah, maybe, dude. Yeah. So, dude, uh, our time in um, so our time in Fort Sill flew by eventually. Uh, yeah. One of the funniest things I do remember though was um, sh- uh, sh- what the fuck is the name? The one that was like a Rolodex with all the AR-15s and shit. Um, Showmaker, just on Showmaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. White boy. Yeah. The night before the fucking gas chamber. Are you gonna die? No. But you're going to wish you were dead. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. You know, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as when, like, when we went through it. Because I just, I, I seen stuff on, on, like, the internet and stuff. And I was like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> but I remember when, as soon as I walked in, I was, like, already choking. And they were like, take off your mask. And I'm like, I'm choking and I have a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> and because he goes, say your name. And, and I think it was their social security or something or, or some other stuff. So as soon as I had like, it, it was over, it was they started funny. laughing. They started laughing at me. And who was like, uh, Palfi was like a couple in front of me and he was like going crazy. And I remember that clearly cause they forgot about me and they went to Palfi <laughs> <laughs> and they started like, you know how they got, yeah. and, uh, all of a sudden, like, we're out and we're like, oh, God, I can't believe we just went through that shit. But, but that shit was funny. Yeah, dude. Um, Luckily, if it wasn't for Pop, I probably would have got my ass kicked. Because um, they it was we had to say our, our rank name, social, and the Soldier's Creed. So I yeah. took, like, what everybody does, took that last breath, and yeah. I started spitting it out. But when I got to, oh, I am an American soldier, that was it, dude. I took in some fucking that shit, and I fucked up. Because um, I ended up taking a knee and I was about to start running. Pal- <laughs> not healthy. Pop puts his hand on me. He's like, don't do it, Lopez. Don't do it. And I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. It was the worst feeling ever. But we get outside. And what I remember was, remember Drill Sergeant Sainz? That fucking, like, he had the Hitler mustache. Yeah. 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 The, the Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. 
all I remember was like, hey, bottle, hey, bottle, get that private, get that private. And I'm like, <laughs> don't be me. And all I hear was that one drill sergeant Johnson, the black, uh, the rich, yeah. he's like, hey, private, turn around. I'm like, fuck. He's like, you forget something, private? And I looked at him, my hands, fool. <laughs> and I don't have my gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they throw my fucking monkey ass back in there, bro. And um, yeah, I, I remember you because uh, I was already outside, and they're like, "Oh man, Lopez is going back in." And then there's other people going back in. Yeah, yeah. And, like a second time, and I'm like, "Oh, that's horrible." I, I, I'm glad I'm not them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? What were your when we got we got the Fort Hood? I remember that first night. It was me. There was a lot of us that went there. Me, you. McConan, who made well, I he made some yeah. class, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they they told me about it. Yep. I was like, man, crazy. Yeah, we ended up coming. But yeah, he was fast tracking. He was. Yeah, he was. Well, yo, dude. Speaking of that motherfucker, fast tracking, Green Sergeant. I don't give a fuck. Smoke them. <laughs> I want to quit. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> Sergeant. Fuck them. What <laughs> 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 are you doing? <laughs> Man. We're doing push-ups and he's all chilling there. Like, this is for you, McConan. Right. I don't care. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. But yeah, yeah. We get to Fort Hood. What were your thoughts when we first got there? I didn't get. I didn't get there with you guys. I got there later because really? we. I went to Airborne School. Oh, you did go to Airborne School. Yeah, with Jackham. Oh shit! No shit. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, well, uh, I failed in the first week. Well, I didn't even like. Well, the thing was that like I took the first PT test and they failed me in the push-ups, and I was like, "Why are you failing me in the push Like I was doing them exactly like how I've been doing them the whole time, right. and this dude kept counting the same one, same one, and I'm like, "Why?" Like it makes no sense. And then there was a girl like right after me, and she was doing the same push-ups, and they were like, "All right," they were counting those, but they weren't counting mine. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" That's some like, because they're they're supposed to have the same standard, right? So. Okay. But anyways, we know so <laughs> I, I, once I failed the first one, I was like, man, I don't want to be here. Like, what? just give me to my actual unit. Right. So, like, they gave me another chance of passing it. And I was like, I don't care anymore. I was like, I don't know, because I had, like, three weeks. And after all you guys left, there was, like, two weeks that we were there. Yeah. And then, like, another week there. So I was, you know, I was, like, I wasn't mentally there. Like, Right. I was completely trying to like just go where I want or I had to go and like finish this stuff. I was done. We were born school. And I, but I, I was there the whole, the whole like four weeks because I saw all the guys that were, went to airborne school that, that were with us in the unit, yeah. all of them. Cause I was doing details. That's, that was basically my job. So I was doing details for in, in airborne school for them. So they actually like, I saw all of them do their final jobs and, and help them out. Like at the end of their jobs, gather all their stuff and stuff like that uh, but uh so it was kind of like crushing but at the same time i was like uh, good good for you guys but i'm out of here i don't want to do this this is kind of crazy <laughs> i mean it, it is what it is you know like uh I, there was so many things that i could have done differently but i'm like you know what did it it is what it is. Like it happens for a reason, you know. I, I was young. I was, you know, like eighteen years old. I didn't, I didn't really know any better. So I was like, you know what? It, I'm going to where I have, where, where it's got like life is taking me. So, right. you know. So like once, we, once we left uh, Fort Benning, because we were at Fort Benning, uh, 
Jacqueline and I basically left at the same time mm-hmm. and we ended up in, in, cause we were supposed to go to like 316. Right. Okay. And, uh, when we got to hood, but somehow they changed our orders when we got there mm-hmm. and, uh, to, cause I guess they made, cause the battery was like brand new, right. uh, well, 277. Yeah. was like brand new. So, and they needed soldiers. So they started rerouting soldiers from other batteries to there. So, so they sent us both to, to the same place to, oh. to uh, him, to alpha me to Bravo. Right. No shit. Then uh, we got a taste of what the real fucking army was. Yeah. Fuck. Dude. That was. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, literally, you, you, you guys, you guys. I think you guys were in your first field problem, and I got there like halfway through, and they were like, "All right, get your stuff because you're going out there with them." And I'm like, "I haven't even slept in my bed yet. <laughs> like, I haven't even unpacked my stuff. Like, what do you want?" So they were like, "You know what? There's like three days left. We're just gonna keep them here with the rear of the guys, and um, like, well, he's gonna do stuff over here." Mm-hmm. So there were, uh, so I was like, thank God. Cause I didn't, I, I honestly, I wasn't ready to go to the field. I was like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> like everything, all that shit was happening so fast. Dude. So fast. Like, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, we're fucking getting ready to deploy. I remember fucking uh, when we graduated fucking uh, Bauer, he was like, how many of y'all going to Fort hood? We raise our hands and like, Oh, let me rephrase. How many of you guys going to Iraq via Fort hood? You got <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker wasn't kidding. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I was. I was not tracking that. Like when he said it, I was like, I'm not going to for hood, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I was supposed to go to uh, like South Carolina or North Carolina, one uh, of the, yeah, somewhere over there. But uh, like when when I got there, um, one of the first guys I met in the unit was uh, um, Haggard. I don't know if you remember, uh, he, he was a really cool dude from Bravo Battery. Um, so he, you know, he started telling me about all the pranks they pull on the new guys. Uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Like I, I know, I know not to get, you know, screwed over with the blinker fluid and the exhaust the tech, you know, on the, <laughs> the room test. So I was like, cool, you know, and, uh, and I ended up being in his unit, in his, uh, section, yeah. So, so he was kind of like, damn it. I, I was hoping you were going to a different section, <laughs> but that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was a really cool dude. Like he, cause I didn't have a car or anything. So he just drove me around. He was from Texas. So yeah, he passed away a few, a few years ago. Like, real cool dude. Yeah. He, he had like back surgery and he had problems with the back surgery or something like that. Complications. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, but he, he like a lot of people knew him at the at the at the battery because he like since he was the only one with a truck that from all the privates that lived in the barracks he would give us rice places he was real cool like that hell yeah man that's awesome it's fucking sad man i mean when you sit back and think of how many fools that we know are no longer here man it kind of gets a little fucking, yeah. fucking you know like- yeah it's uh it's been so many of them that that like we deployed our first deployment and then in my second deployment too like that that was just that was that was kind of crazy was, but you know well our first deployment that's, uh, that's when we lost fucking uh Mikowski and fucking uh snowburger dude yeah that that was crazy that was crazy uh, i remember cuz uh, we had just come back from a from a mission and i went to the where was it <laughs> it was it was funny cuz 
I always would see Jackham at the, you remember how we'd go downstairs to the computer lab thing, to the computers, the, the computer cafe we had. Right. So I would see him there and that way, and that day he was like, Hey man, did you hear? And I was like, no, what? Yeah. Mikowski, they got shot up there with like his unit. And I'm like, the fuck, get the fuck out of here. Then, yeah, man, he, he died. And I was like, ah, get the fuck. I, I couldn't believe it. Like I was like, no, there's no way. Right. So then I go up back upstairs and then somebody else, like, who was it? I think Olinger was the one that told me, or like somebody, somebody else told me. And I was like, damn, that's some fucked up shit. It is, dude. But, okay. What I trip out on, because I remember I, I, re- I saw you, I was on the middle of guard ship or something like that in the daytime. And I had mm-hmm. seen it on the Stars and Stripes. And because uh, Snowberger was the first one that went from our group. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, I had just seen Snowberger over at the fuck in the, at the biop. Yeah, we saw him too. We saw him in one of the one of our missions there. Yeah, we saw him because uh, Olinger was in his. He he like knew him, so he yelled at him from like far away. But we couldn't yeah. like you know. But yeah. And then was, yeah, come to find out, I'm like fuck, dude. And then, dude, artillery is a small fucking world. So I ran into some cats that were with him or knew about that time as well, and it was it wasn't good. And then uh, Mikowski, same thing. When he ended up, you know, I, I, again, artillery is a small world, and uh, ran into a dude that was with him in four four deuce. They were, in, he was there that night that that it happened, and told me what happened. And I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm happy I didn't find out those details until much later." It's really- yeah. Then they told me when I first got back, cause um, um, who was uh, some guy from our unit actually had moved to four four two when we got back, mm-hmm. and they told him about it because he went to like the services they had when they got back. Right. For all the following ones. And they told him about it. And so he told us, uh, but who, uh, I think it was Potts. I don't know if you remember Potts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was with, he was in that unit. Oh, no. He was with them. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he, we came back from, because he also went to, to airborne school with us. Okay. But he didn't make it either. So. Uh, he was kind of he, a heavy drop. <laughs> that boy was kind of Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, like, he was married, so when we all left, he went on. He went to get his family, and then we we came to over here, so he, he didn't go with us. Okay. So Potts and this other dude named Fisk. I remember he, Fisk. So so he was with us too. What? He was a pimple face dude, right? Yeah. 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 Fisk actually came like because he actually went to four four two and or three sixteen, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Damn. We we went to to two seven seven, which to me will always be the best fucking unit I was ever in. That's <laughs> Dude, and you know the craziest thing is like when I like literally three days one after we got to Fort Hood, I was literally outside of the holding area, the first unit that you're in, like the holding unit. Yeah, twenty first. Yeah, and uh, when. When I was walking outside, I literally see Mikowski walking the other way. And I'm like, what the hell? He was just walking around. And because he's, he's been there already for a month or so. So I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, shit, what's up? What, like, what are you doing? Like, so we, he, like, we walked to the, where was it, to like the PX or something. And we just hung out there for a little bit. And then I left. Yeah, but, uh, we ran into him. I think it was with you. I want to say it was with you or McConan. Or pal- at the defect? No, at the um, at the PX. It was at the PX. We went to eat some food, some um, some Burger King or some shit. 
that we ran into him there. I don't know if it was with you or with Palfi, or but yeah, we ran into him and it's fucking just crazy, dude. I just keep remembering him in front of the fucking mirror, just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like dude, man. you know, I, I, I don't remember the good times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time when when uh, somebody was getting a contraband, which was like candy and shit, like from the PX. That when we were in basic training, because it used to go out like a window across the roof stops, and then down this like this other. I don't remember how they went down, mm-hmm. like the trash cans and shit. So that's how they would go to the PX at night, like right before it closed. And since we were already lights out, like nobody knew, and the drill sergeant brother wasn't there. So, so they started bringing in a bunch of contraband, like magazines and stuff. And this was like our, when we were already in uh, AIT. So it was like the same thing, but you know, they kind of a little bit more relaxed, even though it really wasn't relaxed. So, so I remember Makowski goes, dude, how are, or he, he didn't say dude, but he said like, man, how are they bringing this stuff? I don't know how like they're going out like that. <laughs> that is crazy <laughs> and i'm like all right well yeah i mean he's he's he was a pretty cool dude but he was kind of innocent that way and it, yeah, yeah. he didn't really he didn't really get it yeah i don't want to say he, he was, was cool simple, dude. but uh he was like uh no. really trusting you know yeah like yeah. really by the book type guy yeah, yeah 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 dude crazy shit man but oh yeah so we had our first deployment and that was a, a deployment you know we did baghdad yeah uh, what do you yeah, mean first about first getting to Baghdad? It was at night, and like literally, like one of the first things I like, I had like all my bags with me, right? And um, we were we we're going to Unit Three, mm-hmm. and then when we got there, we were supposed to go out and like uh like clear our weapons, right? Right. So I'm stepping off the freaking uh, uh the truck, and I misstep, and I just like go straight forward. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. But I was wearing my best. I was wearing my best, and I land on the on the hood of the car of the Humvee behind us. Yeah. But nothing happens to me because I land on my best, right. and it's just like move. And I'm like, cause I'm like hyped up, you know, like all that energy. I'm like, I, I just got up and I'm like, I'm all right, I'm all right, you know. <laughs> so I clear my weapon. That's like my first like memory of Iraq, Dude. and then um like the next because it was like Christmas time when we got there. Yeah, yeah. So like I remember like the Christmas time, um, New Year's and shit. And, uh, yeah, I remember when you guys got hit, that was, that was crazy. That was, a that was like, that was like an eye opener for me. Cause honestly, at first I, I was like, you know, kind of comfortable, yeah. but after that I was like, yeah, this isn't, you know, this isn't a game. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that, that first fucking mission, you know, being at my first fucking mission, going out of the fucking wire, I was fucking nervous as shit. And um, yeah. they put me in the second truck so I could see what the lead gunner would do so I could pick up what he was doing. And then after we got hit, dude, it was a fucking game changer right there. I don't want to say that I'm happy it happened because, of, you know, the guy yeah. was injured. But that yeah. right there set my tone for every time we went out on a mission. Like, I knew I had to be on my P's and fucking Q's because every time we roll the fucking dice, you know what I mean? Don't know if that's honestly, I'm back. Honestly, I think it was like the whole unit was like that. The whole unit like woke up that day because yeah. uh, there was no like we were more cautious about everything we did because of that. So that was that was like that was some crazy stuff right there. Shit, long story short, fucking um, I ran into one of the LTs that was with us um, from that unit from 176 when I was getting med boarded. And he was like, 
because uh, I saw that he went, he had third ID patch. And um, so we started talking, and sure, sure enough, he's like, yeah, Walker was one of my guys. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. He started having, like, a fucking panic attack. I started fucking getting all, like, anxious, like, having a fucking attack. Yeah. And um, so he's like, hey, man, who, who's medboarding you? Who's your doctor? So he went to that doctor and told him, this guy here, make sure you get him his mental checked. I was with him. There was so-and-so date. I will write up his letter if he needs it. And lo and behold, he hooked me up with that letter too, I think. So, but he got that doctor's attention. But yeah, man, that was a fucked up day. And it did set the tone, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was a long fucking year. Yeah, it fell long. <laughs> I felt bad for the dudes that had to take mid-leave that first, you know, the first couple months. Cause then this guy right here. This no, guy. for real, dude? When did you yeah, February, February. We're gone, February. Wow, that chingaron way. Yeah, I think I was home for the Super Bowl. I think nice. that's that's how early. That's how early. We, you barely touched down, you know. And I already said, yeah. fucking dick. Yeah, dude, it was like ten or nine or ten months that we did back, and I was like straight, you know. But the cool thing is, like, because we didn't have like a, a senior. NCO that was uh, our platoon sergeant. Well, he he was Sergeant Cannon. I you know Sergeant Cannon, right? Or, yeah, or now it's first Sergeant Cannon. So he was he was yeah he's retired now. So he he was our platoon sergeant, but he had barely you know got his like he 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 sticks. Yeah. So so he or he had a little bit of time with the E six, but he they gave him you know the platoon sergeant spot when everybody else was get like all the E sevens was getting like. You know, that's the first sergeant or the, right. I mean the platoon sergeant. Right. And um, so I guess since he was the lowest ranking, everybody was like, nah, I'll take leave this time, this time, this time. And then when they asked him, he was like, well, I guess this is the only time we could take leave. But um, yeah, we did like um, halfway through our deployment, we got a pretty cool like 30, 30 day um, uh, uh, assignment. With the SF? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went we went over there, over there with the with the no, it wasn't even the special forces. It was the the um, Department of Defense people. Oh no, shit! They were Department of Defense. Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they were like operations and shit. Yeah, they were they were all, like bringing in people from outside, and you know, and uh, they were all working, and and they had a pretty nice defect. Then it wasn't even a defect; it was like a lunch, like a like a cafeteria kind of type, and they had a pool, and it you know all that shit. So so we did guard for thirty days for them, and it was kind of cool. Like you know, we got off the road for for that yeah. time. So I mean, we're still in Iraq, and it was the middle of the, of the summer, but. Hey, you take what you can get, dude. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Shit. Whenever we had like a mission canceled, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was happy as fuck. Be like, oh, looks like we're going to fucking PX run. <laughs> oh, we're going to the embassy swimming pool to get some good yeah. food. Shit. Dude. Yeah. Crazy, man. Um, I remember my first experience when we learned we landed in Baghdad. Uh, first of all, you ever heard that song Comfortably Numb by uh Pink Floyd? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That song started playing in my fucking head immediately as we got out to C-130. So we're coming out to C-130, and it's crazy because as we're coming out, here's these guys going right across us, going into that C-130. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. fuck. You know, it looks like something out of the movies or the news. And I sat down, and I was like, I'm fucking here, dude. This is fucking it. We're here. 
you know, and um, then we get up in the fucking chopper and the fucking Chinook, we take off and sure as shit, those flares go off. So I'm thinking yeah. I'm getting attacked here now. I'm like, God damn, I just fucking got here, dude. You know, and um, but no, it was just the flares. Didn't know. I didn't know any better. You know what I mean? But yeah. We land in the LZ uh, right there next to the PX, right? And it, going to Union 3 and IZ. Dude, you know what happened to us when those flares went out? What's that? One of the one of those flares went inside inside of the other like it got sucked up into one of the turbines. Get the fuck out of here! We, we we had to go back, like they did something to it, and then we could wait back up like fifteen minutes later. <laughs> fuck, that was, dude, I would have taken all those bad signs, bro. <laughs> like this would be a good year, dude. Like like somebody started saying like we're getting shot, we're getting shot, and everybody's like, no, we're not. <laughs> There's always some exaggerating motherfucker, dude. Oh man, yeah. dude, we they were landed, like, right? So yeah, we landed, mm -hmm. and then we all got on the trucks, you know, nut to butt, baby. We spilled up all the sides, and then the middle, and then you're laying on top of each other. So, yeah. uh, so we take off, we start rolling, and I'm looking around, and there's just nothing but buildings all over us, bro. So I'm like, where, 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 where why, why are we no canopy? Why can, why are we so exposed? You know, we could get fucking blasted here. I'm paranoid on the ride, dude. I didn't know where the fuck we were at. All I know, I'm in Baghdad. So I'm just waiting for a bullet to hit my fucking head from snipers. Because before we deployed, they kept telling us, oh, there's a lot of snipers out there. Oh, there's going to yeah. be. Man. But the coolest thing that I saw, though, was the next day when I had to come out to go take a shit because we had a shit outside. And, um, yeah. and, and I remember coming out and looking to the right and just seeing the cross sabers. And I was like, Orale, that's fucking badass right yeah. here, you know but yeah dude yeah i remember we tried to get up like up to the roof to watch it and and like somebody in the, in the fifth floor or the or yeah the fourth or fifth floor were like hey you can't be in here <laughs> like, damn it <laughs> and there was so much fucking retardedness over there like you know walking around yeah. at the low ready with a J plug in your fucking chamber. <laughs> okay, so if the attack goes down right now, I'm gonna tell them, hey, hold on. Drink, man. I gotta take my J plug out <laughs> and slap it in. Like, really, dude? I'm walking at the low ready with the J plug. That makes sense. I broke, I broke like 10 of them. <laughs> Whenever my, my thing would just go, quack. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Now I have to pull it back out. <laughs> oh, God damn, man. Then, uh, okay, so we come back and shit. We came back mm -hmm. in. Uh, well, I ended up coming back because I ended up staying extra time. Not extra time, but after everybody left, we were the last fucking chalk leaving because we were doing um, left seat, right seat rides. Mm -hmm. and staying there extra time. So we got replaced, and I ended up going to Korea about a couple of months afterwards. I know. I remember, like, I seen you when we got back, and then I didn't see you anymore, and I was like, what the hell happened? Because <laughs> you were up, like, when we were over there, right? Right. Yeah, because... Yeah, was it over there? Or, yeah, or like, as soon as you got... Cause, cause I remember we we used to do the details, and I used to see you all the time, and at uh when we used to guard those Iraqi guys around and at, at the FOB oh, okay. at Unit Three, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, we used to see each other like uh, that's like main, most of the times we used to see each other like that because we were all the we were always going in missions yeah and like missions. we never yeah, so but like I remember like we talked like. Well, it was uh, it was probably like three months before we came back from from that deployment, yeah. and then I saw you, but I didn't talk to you, and when we got back, and then I didn't see you anymore. Yeah, I ended up for a minute, 
and then from there, um, I caught orders finally for September in 2007 and um, went to Korea. That was a whole other fucking experience, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I heard stories. It was great times. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. I wish I could remember them. But also, (laughs) talk about going to the field, dude. I got there and um, you already went to CIF by the time you get to um, to to Camp Hobie. You know, to your to your unit, you already did all your in process in processing shit, and now it's all battalion uh, level and lower. So it's all shit they just pencil whip. You know what I mean? And I yeah, got there, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to the field here um, next week or like that weekend." Like, I just got here, dude. I mean, we're leaving for real. Sure enough, man, headed off to the fucking field. I didn't see the sun from for about. I'm not gonna lie, man, for a good fucking month or so, I didn't see no sun. Like, I was talking with Lacey. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I I listened to it on, on Spotify. Oh, really? Right on. Yeah. yeah, you know, speaking with him, dude, and, and I ran into him there, and I didn't really lo- know Lacey that well, you know? And so, but he became like, in a heartbeat, one of my battle buddies over there. Especially, you know, it, since we had uh, combat patches, that's that was a rarity over there, dude. Especially really? fours. Yeah, porque everybody would do what we call the Avoid Iraq program, AIP. They, they could re-up and stay there like an, an extra year, two years, three years. So a lot of motherfuckers were just fucking, you know, trying to avoid that deployment. You know what I mean? So you deployed a second time. Who did you deploy with? Um, we, we changed from 277 to... Um, 582? 582, yeah. I was like, I was like, I had a brain fart. I know it was 582. Like, <laughs> um, so it was the same guys. It was the same guys. And uh, we got some new people. Some people left. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was essentially the same unit. They just they they literally moved us from the fourth ID barracks to the other side to the first cap barracks. Orale. So, like when we when we got back, we started living in the first cap barracks. I remember. Oh, those little fucking stacks. Yeah, right? there were yeah. stacks, and then they built yeah, we, new barracks in the back. Yeah. So we lived there for we lived there for like I want to say like six months, maybe maybe less, and uh, as soon as the new barracks were done, we got those. Yeah. They weren't they weren't that far from there, right. but uh, those new barracks were nice. Well, we had our own little room. We had a, a like the only thing we shared was a kitchen and a bathroom, but right. we had our own sink, that big ass walk-in closet. Yeah. I was living I was living the life in, in the barracks, man. When we got back. Did you guys but, have uh, washer and dryers in there too, or no? No, no. That we had we had the washer and dryers in in the, in the building, but oh. not in the rooms. Okay. Yeah, I think the new ones. I heard the new ones have washer and dryers. I'm like, man, yeah. that's that's nice. Dude, but uh, apartments. But go ahead. So where no, did you uh, go to the second time? We went to the Mason Province. I think that's what it was called. But uh, we we were in Scania. Basically, didn't. So this is how it went down. Like we didn't. We didn't really have orders mm-hmm. to go. But we had to go. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know why. Like, cause I was already P, like doing all my PCS stuff. Like, I I was already getting out, mm-hmm. right? And then they came up to me, and uh, like, cause I had already gone to to for hood to like start all my paperwork and I like all my stuff, and they're like, hey, um, and this is I think like early two thousand eight, and uh, they were like, hey, um, you can't go back to you know the do, doing that stuff, cause. Uh, Orders are gonna come down soon, and uh, you're gonna be retained. 
And I'm like, but like, like, am I, am I really going to be like, are you serious? Like, and, um, so then like orders to deploy were there so I couldn't leave. So I was retained. I was, I was basically stop loss. I was going to say, did they pay yeah. you extra money for it? Yeah. I got, they, they pay me while I was deployed. And then I, uh, so when I got back, there was like this whole new thing they were doing and then I applied for it and then they gave me another, some more money from that. Okay. I went to Mexico. I went to Mexico with that money. It's <laughs> a good trip, man. Fucking hey, that's what's up. Hey, it was well learned. But um, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't like. I was totally demoralized that whole like rest of the year. You know, I was like, man, I don't want to be here no more. Like, cause like I knew like the army wasn't really for me. Okay. Like I loved it. I loved my time there, and I, I loved my job. But I knew like I wasn't gonna go beyond like specialist. Like that was, you know, I was a good soldier. I wasn't bad. Like I wasn't getting in trouble. I was always on time. Uh, I always had my shit together, but physically just, it wasn't for me. It it just, uh, you know, so when time came, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and try my, try to see what happens outside of of the army. But uh, when that started happening, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go back to Iraq, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they didn't have like a space for us when we deployed. Okay. We we ended up starting in, in C- CSC Scania, which okay. is like That's down south, no? Down south, yeah. And um, we were there for a month and a half, maybe a little bit more. Then we ended up starting our own base in the middle of nowhere and and granted like this was only bravo battery battery alpha hhb and everybody else had gone up north somewhere i think mosul or somewhere yeah Kirkuk, like, I think it was i heard I, yeah i think that's what it was and they and they left us back here and you know we're like the red-headed stepchild of of, um, of the unit uh, we actually got attached to um, a cavalry unit it was uh, Cav Scouts. No shit. Uh, Gary Owen, something, something yeah, like that. I can't remember. Uh, seventh, seventh Cav. Yeah, something like that. Well, they like we just started doing patrols with them and and stuff like that. Um, they actually were pretty cool to me, and they gave me a hot gun, so I was I wasn't really going out anymore. Okay. Um, my 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 chief and my section, we all got a hot gun, no so shit. we were there. Did you get yeah, to- we were. Yeah, we fired some rounds out there. Nice. See, so yeah. you got to do your fucking job out in in country. Yeah, there was actually one time where we shot some Excaliburs. Okay. And uh, it was like the first time we the Excaliburs were shot out in 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 Iraq. No shit. I think I think that's what it was. I don't know, but they were doing a whole um, dog and pony show of like blowing up stuff. Yeah. Shit. So. Oh, so I mean, like real tick missions, like you know, troops in contact that y'all had, or uh, calibration and dog and pony. Yeah, we we had a few uh, like night raids, like we, where we shoot the looms. We had one time where they were going out and uh, trying to find stashes of like, because there were so many, so much ordnance out there from like the eighties that yeah. was left behind. And then they were looking for because they were started shooting at us from like the middle of nowhere. Right, and I'm like, I was like, all right, well, um, 
they they needed us to shoot down like this little island thing where they like had some shit yeah and um yeah we shot that that was like one of the biggest missions we shot and then the rest were just like you know show force kind of stuff oh, like, yeah shoot at night and stuff like that right on dude that's what's up so you ended up doing your time you got out how um did you find any difficulties in the transition yeah man i it was you know e4 uh 23 years old uh no real leadership like training except for you know just being in there um i couldn't really find a job anywhere okay so i i ended up starting painting houses with my brothers you know you know just going out and painting houses and uh then uh i found like uh a job uh, driving a tractor oh, no, so no. i started driving a tractor that, that was pretty cool I, I liked the job but uh it you know, it was like minimum, like a little bit more than minimum wage. And it was like 12 hours sometimes. Oh, you know, so it's, and back then, minimum so it's, was like what, like maybe seven bucks an hour? Here in Cali, it was like nine. Oh, never mind. Yeah, here in Cali, it, it was all right. You know, but it's, it's Cali. So it's it Cali. higher cut, higher <laughs> cost of living, like everything else. So it, it, it was basically the same as like living there, you know, making minimum wage or whatever. But yeah. Like one of the like the coolest things is like we would work long hours, so like we would get that extra pay. Oh, so that cool. that was like that was like the cool part about it, like you know. But um, yeah, I did that for a while, and then uh, <laughs> so I I was thinking about going back to school, but I never like I was never able to like pull the trigger on it. Okay. Until one time, I was getting off my tractor, like just you know, um, and I slipped, and I fell. And uh, like I hit my I hit my hand on the side of the engine because the engine had like parts that were uncovered. Yeah. So like that shit, I was like, because I always wear gloves. Uh, my yeah. gloves were all fucked up. So I was there, and I like I was like embarrassed that I fell off the fucking thing, but there was nobody around, <laughs> and I was like, dude, like I could have died here, and nobody would have known. <laughs> like I could have like had like a horrible accident. No, like you know and that shit got me thinking like i should just go back to school like what the fuck am i doing i have the opportunity to, like the the army's gonna pay for it and i might even get some money from it you know yep. so so i i enrolled in school that that winter and like uh, for the spring semester mm-hmm. and uh i started going to community college that's what's up dude and you know a lot of people don't take advantage of that, you know. Um, yeah. I think, honestly, the military should give you an opportunity to think about what you want to do with that GI Bill money. You know, um, yeah. like, for example, myself, I'm not college material. You know, I, I'm <laughs> more, I, I like to do work. Not saying that, you know, blue-collar workers are not, because working in the office is a bitch now. Trust me, I know this now. Yeah. But, you know, for example, I don't believe in going to college. I don't think that a degree is needed for, for shit. So, um, I think I should get the opportunity or the option of saying, Hey, rather than give me the GI bill, how about you give me that for a down payment for a home instead? Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty cool. That'd I think, yeah. Or, or, you know what? Like if there were more like trade schools available, because a lot of people, I, I know if I would have like, like had the opportunity to go straight from, from like, uh, um, like, regular service to a trade school i would have been like okay with that like if i would have had a trade Mm -hmm. uh like i but and it was so much harder to find information on 
which college to go to and, and how do I apply for this and who do I go to and, and where do I find this, you know, right. and there's information out there, but no one's like, you know, no one's going out like recruiters are going out, you know, telling right. you, Hey, this is how it's going to happen. Right. Uh, I think they're doing a little better now because yeah. I, I was involved with the veterans at the Fresno state and okay. there's more information out there. There's more information out there for veterans. But I, I remember when I got out, there was like, I would get emails sometimes and, uh, uh, and, and mail like regular mail. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, like, but where, like, like, you know, I, I want more information. I, I want I wanted a little bit more, you know, it's like, like more encouragement. A carrot in front of your face and yeah, but like, I couldn't, book. I couldn't reach it. Like, uh, so finally when I went in into college, you know, I, I was like super focused in my first semester. I got like a 4.0 all A's and I was, and I was like, I was like, Whoa, I could do this. <laughs> like I was so surprised because I in high school. I was a C average student. I, I would never have A's like C years. B's were pretty good for me, but yeah. A's like That's rare. Because now, you know, uh, in regular school, it really doesn't have a fucking, uh, you're not too focused on because you're not paying bills with that. You know, you're not paying money yeah. for that. And this is coming out of your fucking shit that you earned. Yeah. And if you waste it, that's it, brother. That's and if it. you fail, yeah. you got to pay the money if you fail? Or mm, Not if if it's, like, at the end of the semester. Like, that's only if you withdraw from, from going to school. Oh, okay. If you fail it more than, like, three times, I think. Or something like that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really sure. But like, I know I like, like my second semester, I did really bad. Like, not really bad, but I had I failed one class. It was a math class. I hated that. Like, I was good at every other classes in math, and and honestly, like I failed that class, and I was like, I'm, I got to retake it, and I didn't get. I did, didn't ask for the money back or anything. Right. And um, so I was like, okay, um. So I, you know, I kept grinding and, and all of a sudden, like, uh, like my math wasn't as good as my English. Right. So then I started going into more like writing classes and more. Like, oh. I was better at that. So then, you know, cause I always had a passion for sports okay. and I always loved sports journalism. So like that turned me into the newspaper at school. And then oh, I started writing sports. See, yeah, I started. You segued for me already. How, how, <laughs> you, how the fuck did that happen? You know, but uh, and that's one of the reasons. Just to uh, to double tap on something. That's one of the reasons I hate fucking colleges because they make you take all these fucking prerequisites for a career that doesn't involve those prerequisites. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you need to know? Why uh, calculus or algebra? Yeah, if you're gonna go be a fucking journalist, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be using that shit. But anyways, I, back to um, the topic. So you ended up coming, um, getting into journalism. I used to uh, see your, your, um, <laughs> your, your Instagram post that said, boom, <laughs> art. Or boom, or, boom, artistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, took a, I took a couple of photo class, photojournalism classes, and I started like, learning more of a photograph and stuff. So like, when I started seeing like, you know, just random things, oh, that looks cool. So I took a picture of it, and then I would like, change change the filter or change the contrast on it and make it look cooler. And then I was like, boom, artistic, <laughs> you know, it, it's it, at first it started like a joke and then I actually started like getting better at taking pictures. And I was like, damn, 
like this shit's working or what right. but uh you know it was mainly it was mainly a joke like just like a meme that i would do right. <laughs> boom artistic but because i would it all it all worked itself out i mean so yeah with was it the writing um and the english classes that got you into journalism then yeah well i was a, i was a communications major when i first started and uh, I kind of wanted to like write because I knew that writing was, I was better at writing than at anything else. Okay. But um, like my passion for sports and like trying to like, you know, um, go to games, write about the games and, and, you know, do all that stuff, interview those players. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I started at a community college, Fresno community college, um, I started writing for the sports there. Then the next semester I became the sports editor oh, and, um, and I was in charge of like the whole sports section. So I started going to a lot more games and started doing a lot. I started <laughs> doing games that I didn't even know. I like, there were like, you know, a thing like, like um, um, squash and like, what was the other one? Um, there were some weird games like that, uh, that I, that I cover for the newspaper. And I was like, watch. Yeah. Is that, no, it was, the, uh, is that a predominantly, uh, caucasian american game <laughs> no no it, it was no you know what it was it wasn't squash it was batman oh the chino game too yes yes that, <laughs> that was predominantly asian asian one. oh my bad asian asian americans <laughs> they're all chinos for me. <laughs> dude yeah but, dude, um, i don't i never i don't get why they and for those who don't know what badminton is it's kind of, it's kind of like tennis and in fucking volleyball or some shit mixed together. It's, I don't know. It's really fast paced. It, it, you know, it's, you got to be a real athlete to do that. For real. Um, but uh, yeah, like that was my first introduction to like games that, you know, not, not just football or basketball right. or baseball. But it showed you that there's other sports out there. Mm -hmm. Have you started playing golf yet? No. <laughs> no. Um, I played golf like when I got out, like when my brother. But then uh, the golf course that we used to go to got shut down. So I have like probably like eight years that I haven't played. But yeah. I was really getting into it. It's fun, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's because it's the most stressful fucking game that you'll never win. But it's just fun because it's kind of a way to, to zone out, you know, just forget, forget about everything. You, the ball, and the greens. And it's just awesome, dude. But oh yeah, man. Yeah. So what kind of sports yeah. uh, do you like covering? Uh, if there's like a predominant sport that you like to to cover or write on, football, man. <laughs> football. It's Who's your team? And, and let me t let me well, well let me tell you why I sure. love football. It's it's so grandeur. It's so big, especially college football. Because when I was doing uh, community college football, like you know, teams were, you know decent and and you get a crowd and you know but when you hit university like ncaa football that's yeah. that's insane I, I got to go to the usc game usc fresno state and i got to go to the coliseum oh, and shit. and went to the press box and did the whole thing like regular press because no i you know they give me they give me a press batch and and okay. you get credentials to get to the game and uh uh like i had a chance to go down to the field and be you know a sign line reporter wow. but it it was it's it's a totally different college uh, like like ncaa sports college sports are so different it's basketball and football those two things they're 
they get the spotlight on them and it's crazy. Well, it's a big revenue fucking uh Oh, it's it's huge revenue. They make millions and millions of dollars. And I mean those millions athletes, of dollars. Those athletes are not just there to play the sport. They're trying to get picked up to go professional. So yeah. they're gonna go fucking hard, yeah. dude. And they don't get paid. <laughs> they right. get they get an education, but they don't get paid. But at the same time, it's 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 crazy because those sports that make a lot of money feed to other sports. Like we had a lacrosse team. The, they had a you know not a lot of people go to see them, but because they had a lot of money from football and basketball, then they go that money goes to to the lacrosse team to get their oh, equipment and stuff. Get their like equipment. That. That's cool. yeah. Swim and dive team, same thing, you know, stuff like that. Hell yeah. So that's awesome shit, man. I mean, it's good to see that, uh, you know, you're doing well out there. I mean, of course, you had a grind to get to where you're at, and that's awesome shit. Yeah. So how do you feel living in California, man? I Honestly, I was talking to my buddy about this. Um, so I was, I was, I was listening to, to that week, you know, to, to, to the podcast last, uh, what was Wednesday, Wednesday or mm-hmm. Thursday, Wednesday. And, um, you know, it's, it is like that sometimes, but I feel like a lot of the stuff is overblown. Like, like, yeah, there is regulations that kind of step over like, you know, things, but not cause you guys were talking about like how people are like leaving California for yeah. better stuff, but there's there's plenty of jobs here that people are doing and, you know, population keeps growing and, and people live happy here. Like, I feel like if you're not in California at the time, you don't really get to see all that's happening because they paint California as this super blue state when the big cities are and um, other places like, like here, the central Valley is not like up North. It's not, you know, there, there is, like Fresno, it's like half a million people, so it's a pretty big city. Right, and and uh, I think it's more than that. I think it's like, like seven seven hundred thousand or something like that. But at the same, <laughs> at the same time, it's like you know you got everything. You got you know, black people, uh, Indians, uh, and I'm not talking about Native Americans. I'm talking about the oh, like you know, uh, like uh, regular uh, Indians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Asian Indians. Uh, you got Mexicans. You got white people. You got you know, just it's a it's a smorgasbord, and and everybody's got their. Understand when you said Asian Indians, like what the fuck, Chino? <laughs> it took me a second to understand. Oh, because they were fucking each other. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't call them Asian. So, Indians, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's just you know, it's it's a it's it's like that's just how California is now. Right. Like, so a lot of people are pulling from to to get their own little piece of everything and like they're trying to figure out like let's do something right and and it's very different than texas it's it's very different than texas and texas is good at its own way but at the same time like i i love living here like yeah. i wouldn't see myself living anywhere else yeah, like, and i felt I, that way I, as yeah. well yeah yeah dude i felt that way as well you know i was born and raised in la you know all my life mm-hmm. la yeah. so and you're right if you're in that environment all the time you don't see it as outsiders do you see what i'm saying so like for example i grew up in the hood you know um but to me i didn't see it like they do or they portrayed it in movies or on the news because it was my environment that's what i was used to 
You know what I mean? To me, it wasn't, yeah. to me, it was odd seeing somebody white walking down my neighborhood. That would be like, okay, this cat does not belong here. What the hell's wrong with him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pero when I, when I came down to Texas, though, like now that I live here, I, I can't see myself living anywhere else. Because first of all, mm -hmm. California, not dogging California itself. I love California. That's the only place where you can go to the mountains and go skiing. And then later <laughs> on that, that yeah. afternoon, go down to the beach and go swimming. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. True story. But when they start taxing and taxing and taxing and the cost of living is so fucking high that if you're not making X amount of money, you're not going to do. Like I said in that fucking podcast, my house, South Central Los Angeles, the hood, 250 easy yeah. that was in 2005 bro uh, let alone how much it's cost now up there and it's in a shithole yeah you know what i'm saying and with that money here in texas bro so yeah. it's just i don't know it, it's too it's gone too far blue i don't know if it's a it's not all california but what do you think about the college the electoral college and the fucking popular vote what's your opinion on that well electoral college is It's useful, but I feel like now it's we like the country has grown above of what you know mm -hmm. of what it really needs it. Like I don't feel like it needs it anymore. Yeah, it's good for states that have lower population, but like you know, because they counted the same as states that that, that have higher population. But right. when the more of the population lives in one state and they feel like they're not getting the same, you know. The, the same deal as the other one so it, it's difficult it's it's a it's a really difficult topic that, that you know it, it here's my uninformed opinion because uh -huh. i'm not fucking educated in that shit enough to have a fucking awesome discussion but i'll give you some gun line fucking talk that's what we do on the gun line we talk that's, that's what we do on the gun line yeah damn right so here's my thing about it um if it was just a popular vote the middle states will be fucked. Yeah. The middle states will be fucked. You know, I'm not a fucking, uh, full disclosure, not a Republican, not a Democrat, but I was a Democrat. I was a registered Democrat when I was fucking in LA. Porque esto lo que nos decían, you know, you're, you're, you live here in Los Angeles, you're going to be a Democrat, you're a Democrat. They would send us flyers to tell us who to vote for because I didn't follow politics. I, I wanted to go vote. And they were like, okay, they told me to vote for this person, vote for this person, you know what I'm saying? But as I got older and I started noticing my taxes getting taken out, finding out who this FICA bitch was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, why can't everybody just be down the fucking middle? You know what I mean? I'd be good. I'd be nice. It's like a dream, you know, dude. <laughs> to, to have that. Dude, Tulsi fucking Gabbard. Was that was, that was my choice. That was... That's that's what I wanted. Like uh, I'm I'm kind of like you, man. I don't really go. If I lean anywhere, I would probably lean a little bit more to to the left. But I'm I'm more down the middle. Right. Like honestly, I I think like people like interest in politics is just too much. There's too much of big corporations in there dipping their hand, and and it's just screwing the people. The it people is. that really need it. it and that's that's like the bigger problem that, but, that we mean, have. It, but what's fucked up, dude, the people that do need it, you know, they don't take advantage of it. 
you know, my parents did the welfare thing for about maybe a couple of months because they were both having no jobs. And mm -hmm. um, my mom said after that experience, she would never do it again because she had to line all the kids up, had to go in front of the social worker. And then back then, um, I'm not sure if you know about this because nowadays it's a fucking credit card that you yeah. pay fucking, uh, you know. You get, you get like the bills, right? You, you get the fucking stacks of food stamps, bro. Yeah. And it was yeah. embarrassing, you know, so yeah. we never did that shit ever again. But then again, you have others that fucking take advantage of it. And a lot of people just put it on the black folk. But I mean, it's not the black folk. Uh, it's fucking, you know. I've seen, I seen white people. I've seen Mexicans. I've seen like every color. Like they, they take way too much advantage of that. And it's just they overdo it. Yeah. Colored shit bags come in all colors. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're, the shit bags come in all fucking colors, man. You know, and you know what I do get sick of, though? And. I'm telling you in the rest of the world so they can fucking hear this. Look, it's not just a black and white fucking issue. There's these things here, you know, we're Latinos. I hate being called Latino, by the way. I'm mestizo. But um, anyways, you know, we're here. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget about well, us. I wonder how much you feel, how you feel about being called Latinx. Bro, why did you bring <laughs> that shit up? Dude, I saw that motherfucking shit. <laughs> Latinx? What the fuck is a Latinx? <laughs> and then, first of all, have they not seen our fucking language? It's divided no. in A's and O's. You, there's no way you can say they or, or I, them, them, whatever the fuck these goddamn idiot motherfucking millennial pieces of shit are doing. Not you. You're a cool one. But you know, <laughs> these motherfuckers, I don't know how you handle that shit. <laughs> Going to fucking college after being a goddamn veteran, how much bitching that you have to listen to there, bro? Yeah, um, like I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm very calm. I'm I'm kind of like chill. Um, but there was a couple times that I was like, man, just shut the fuck up. You know, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, eventually, like I I kind of like got used to hearing the whole, you know, Latinx thing. But I don't call myself that. I don't. I don't ever. I don't understand it actually. I don't. I don't know. I I understand what they're going for, but I don't understand why they would they would put it like that or what they would say it like that. Bro, um, they're trying to be like the LGBT EFGHIJ alphabet. <laughs> Fucking goddamn, dude! Is it possible? Like I was I was talking with my buddy, the, the Marco, the one from the podcast. I was telling him like, dude, I don't understand like the Latinx. And he's like, I know, dude. Like, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> so I was like. And is it like but, rich fucking Hispanics or some shit that, you know, are getting, what kind of education are they teaching these motherfuckers in school? You know, uh, you know, what? I, I, like, I feel like they want to cover all the bases for everybody, but at the same time, they don't understand the bases. So they just want to put them in a box, but they don't want to be in a box. In a box. And, and, and I, I think it's a loop that they're trying to do. Yeah. Like, you know, but they don't want to be in the loop and they're doing it anyways. And it's just, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know if it's going to last too long. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's, it's going to be a thing forever. I don't think so, I don't fucking think so. but they're, you know, they're fucking stupid. They need to get punched in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> look, you're fucking, first of all, you're mestizo. That's what you fucking are. All right. You're part of the race that you hate. You're part of it. No matter where do you think your fucking last name comes from? All right. I know you were. I remember hearing you last uh, on the last podcast that you said that, that uh, uh, you didn't know if you were white, cause or something like that, or or that 
oh. that you might have some white in you. Yeah, dude. Well, okay. Well, so, go ahead, man. So, so like every Latino, so like your race is white. Like right. we're white. We're white. So like, cause Latinos actually come from Europe. So our, 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 our ancestors are kind of white. And yes, we do have some uh, Native uh, American like Aztec stu- uh, uh, blood in us too. So, it's, so, we, so, so that makes us mestizos, yes. which is, in reality, like our race is white because there's no like, like there, if you fill out a form and it says race, there is no Mexican race. Right. There is ethnicity. Right. But you have to put white on there. So, right. like, you are white, dude. So, 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 you know. On my birth certificate, they have my dad as Caucasian. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, <laughs> these fools, and I'm, I do, you know how much I've been called a fucking sellout? I've been called a fucking uh, Uncle, not Uncle Tom, I ain't black. But either way, and those motherfuckers that talk about Uncle Tom, do you know, have you read the fucking book? Because... Froze. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Uncle Tom. The motherfuckers that call black folks, mm-hmm. you know, they're sellouts. They call them Uncle Toms. Have y'all read the fucking yeah. book? You know what I'm saying? Do you know who Uncle Tom was? You might want to take a look at that shit before you go calling the motherfucker that. Anyways, but yes, back at it. Um, yeah, we were talking about the 23andMe bullshit, you know, or whatever. The yeah. And, you know, uh, we were talking about, like, do we have any black in us? You know what I'm saying? I, can, <laughs> I can pretty much say 100% well, I'll say 99.9% chance that I don't because my parents on my dad's side, they're from El Salvador. El Salvador mm-hmm. didn't have a Caribbean coastline or Atlantic coast. It's all Pacific. So there's a lot of motherfuckers that look Filipino out there. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Little inditos and, and fucking the Spaniards. They shit out us. Now my mama side. So, go ahead. So a lot of a lot of um um native Native Americans that came from the European side came from Africa. So you might have a little bit of a, a of African American. Only where yeah, it, it, only where it, it matters. It, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. No, but I mean, and that's another thing, dude. I know you got to be PC. I'm not, bro. Black. They're black Americans, you know, because God forbid you say, oh, this African-American. I'm going to look at you like, bitch, I'm from Jamaica. I ain't <laughs> African-American. Oh, speaking of which, have you seen that stupid shit that's going on in the news lately? I'm telling you. Like I don't Kamala watch- Harris? Yes, dude. I see the stupid shit on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't watch the regular news. Because um, it's not news. It's all just opinions. And first of all, <laughs> Everybody says Biden picked. Let's be real. No, he didn't. That motherfucker can't even pick goddamn tooth out. With anyways, and this motherfucker. I mean, if you listen to it, it says his team picked uh, Camilla. Yeah. The so. DNC. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, bro. This is what kills me. They had Tulsi fucking Gabbard handed to them yeah. a fucking gift. You know, great articulate fucking. So. Fucking. I think one of the things that, because I um, I read a little bit about like how they pick PPs, mm-hmm. it's just a popularity contest. 
who's going to give you more money, who's going to get you more votes. Right. That's just, that's just it. Because uh, especially the money part, if they're going to fundraise, who's going to get more money on, on the fundraising. And uh, Kamala Harris had a big track of actually getting big donors, especially here in California. But um, I don't know. Again, I'm not too politically savvy. I just don't like that cunt. And then like, <laughs> you know, when fucking took her by the knees, bro, that shit had uh-huh. me bumped up. Oh, like, that's my bitch. Yeah. And, uh, and sure enough, it, if they really wanted him to win, that would have been the opportunity. That was their opportunity right there. You know, and honestly, in my opinion, my un- I think un- it's, uninformed opinion. It's <laughs> I think it's a little bit, mm-hmm. it's just, I think it's a little bit too early to tell. Um, I'm, right now, like, I feel that Biden has an edge just because of how this whole pandemic has made Trump look. And that's, that's, that's like the only edge that Biden has. But other than that, it's going to go down to the wire and it's going to be a, a really close fight. Dude, it's 2020 is going to have a fucking twist at the end. It's like we're in a fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, what's going to end up happening? I can guarantee you what's going to happen right now. Hey, there there was this theory going around. There, there was this theory going around that Biden's eventually, like, going to have, like, he's going to step down because of health issues. And, and dude, I was thinking that, like, like probably like six months ago. I was just like, yeah, this is probably going to run and whoever's going to be VP is going to stay like for the thing. And I was like, and, and when I heard that, when I heard that theory going around this couple of weeks ago, like a week ago or so, I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like they're <laughs> thinking just like I am and shit, you know? <laughs> a Rick and Morty yeah, is- episode? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. Dude, it's fucking crazy, man. I, I trip out on all this bullshit that's happening and, Honestly, and the whole reason that I started talking about the whole migration over here was because I hear a lot of people that are coming from Cali. And, you know, like I was telling mm-hmm. Kowalczyk, Texas has wide open arms. Come on down. However, comma, leave the shit back over there. Because if you're going to bring that shit over here, all you're going to do is turn this place to shit. See, I feel like the people that are leaving Cali are the ones that want the ones to be in Texas. The one to, to Texas life. Mm-hmm. that's that's who are leaving cali because the the people that are you know happy here that are making money here especially a lot of money because there's there's a lot of people making a lot of money around here man and and there's just industry there is a the, i mean there's, there's a reason why poverty too isn't there in in a way it it's it's unbalanced it definitely is but i mean minimum wage here is already at, at like twelve fifty. You know, so if you're having a minimum wage job, you're, you know, you're doing all right. I mean, rent here is also like a thousand dollars for a room or something like that. So you're essentially balancing out, you know. So how do you feel about, you know, you went to school, you paid all this money, you earned your fucking education. (laughs) Not like all the fucking crybaby bitches. So, so just, just, just so I tell you, uh, I ran out of uh, GI Bill for my like, cause I, I, since I failed some class, I had to retake like my last semester. So, so I used, I used the state's, um, um, what is it called? Um, Financial aid. Yeah. So the state, the state paid for it for my list. You earned it. You fucking earned it. You fucking went to the fucking wars twice. You did more than a, 
one percent, right? One percent of us do that. <laughs> oh, so yeah. they can suck a fat dick. What have they done? You know. And anyway, I'm all. I don't care about fucking uh, people using financial aid if it's needed. You know where I'm upset about is where these motherfuckers will jack the price up on in college education because now they got a guaranteed fucking payment from the government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Beto, yeah. here's my thing though. How how do you feel that you went to school, you got your education, you put the work in, and let's say you start off because nobody's gonna hire you like that, making fucking twenty, thirty bucks an hour. You know what I'm saying? You gotta sure. earn that money, right? But so you, you bumped and grind all that shit, and just to enter at a minimum wage job. And um, now a motherfucker that cook that's, you know, mixing fries is making the same amount as you. That's, well, they, if if I have a degree, I'll probably get more money. So so the thing here in California is that minimum wage jobs with degrees get more money. Like right now, like me going going in. Because I have a part time, I'm I'm part time at the newspaper, right? Okay. So I'm I'm getting a little bit more money than if I was, um, minimum wage. Right. So it does feel bad, but at the same time, like in the long run, I'm gonna keep going up. Right. With with my degree, and it's a chance that I that I get promoted faster with my degree. And right. if I don't, so that's, that's, you kind of got to look at it that way. Cause it does feel like it's unbalanced. Like this dude's making the same money as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm also working in an office, you know, I'm also, I, I have AC on this dude's in a, in front of a grease thing, you know, but he can't get your fucking day. order right. <laughs> I know. right? For minimum skills. Yeah, and, and then motherfuckers will be complaining like, "Well, I can't feed my kids." Well, I, well, don't fuck. Who told you to go have ten fucking kids? <laughs> Your pullout game is That's weak. You know it's weak. So don't tell me. Don't force me to fucking have to pay extra shit for your ass who can't pull out. You see what I'm saying? And that's where yeah. a lot of shit. I if I was, I'm down the middle, but there's some shit that I do lean right on, and a lot of it has mm-hmm. to do with, you know, me having to pay for other motherfuckers shit i hate that i barely have yeah. myself you know not alone somebody else and I'm yeah, i understand you know what i mean see one of the problems there is that yeah. it's usually the middle class that gets to pay for most of it for right. for the lower class stuff right? right so if it was more balanced the burden would be less on the middle class than and and we'd be able to help the lower classes. Right. Kind of like how how universal healthcare would work. You know, nobody wants to pay for other people's healthcare, right? You know, I I wouldn't want to put money in to, to help, like not to help, but to pay other people's bill. Okay. Right. right. But if if there's more balance and I get to pay a tinier amount. Mm-hmm. Than, than anything else mm-hmm. and and the and the higher class gets to pay uh, you know a more balanced thing then we will be able to have something that could help everybody out in the middle have you, you know the va have you ever what have you ever gone to the va uh once how was your experience? i don't want to i don't want to go back all right that's universal health care right there in a nutshell check this out i called in simple fucking thing and i did this yesterday I'm getting old. I work in front of a computer. My eyes are starting mm. to get fucked up, right? I call yeah. them and I'm telling them my situation and I'm thinking, hey, maybe, you know, I'll get a, I'm thinking like maybe three weeks I'll have to wait to get an appointment. 
Take a guess when they want me to come in. Like six months? January. Jesus Christ. They told me that I'll have an appointment for me in January. Bro, are you fucking serious? That right there is a perfect example of, to me, what you know, what I believe universal health care would lead to. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah, I agree yeah. with you that, you know, everybody has the fucking right to get fucking um, health care. The, it's not the mm-hmm. government's fucking job. That's the problem, though, dude. Like, when yeah. the government starts imposing shit, look how great they've done with... what. How did doctors do it back before the government took over shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I, that's what I want. Um, so, so, basically, it's, it's, you know, doctors would treat patients, right? Mm-hmm. And when they treat them, you would get a bill. Mm-hmm. But you would pay out of your own pocket. Now... The the price of going to the doctor has gone up so much that um people can't afford to go to the doctor anymore, right. you know. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is the government put the burden on the on 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 the employers to give you healthcare. Right. That would just subsidize subsidize your healthcare so that you wouldn't have to pay as much to go to the doctor. But then the employees, the employers. Um, felt that they were getting, you know, there's too much money to pay. So then the government stepped in and that's when you get, you know, your universal health care kind of thing. Sorry, go ahead, man. Finish your thought, bro. I mean, I'm I'm just saying like, there's got to be a balance that we got to find to help people that really need it. Um, I know that like my parents, my parents got like really good help with when Obamacare came, but then I had to pay more, you know, and it's kind of like the balance thing, you know, like they're, they're older, they're, you know, and they qualify for Obamacare. So like they got taken care of, but I had to pay, you know, a little bit more or pay for taxes and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Ah, yeah, they're getting help, but I'm kind of getting screwed. But at the same time, it's good, but at the same time it's bad. You know, dude, like I hear, uh, I see some of my coworkers, when I hear how much they still have to pay out of fucking pocket to go see a goddamn doctor, bro. Uh, and I'm like, what they pull out of their checks, you know, for to have health insurance. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. like, fuck, thank God I was retired, bro. Porque, <laughs> you know, what I pay a year, these motherfuckers are paying a fucking month, bro. And it's disgusting. Now, granted, I mean, it's cheaper, but you get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. To me, it, it, like you said, there should be a balance there, but you know, it's they'll never reach it, they'll never find it. Porque I don't know if you've noticed now, politics people used to compromise, you know, they yeah. would meet in the middle, meet me here, but now motherfuckers can't do that because all of, all of a sudden, oh, he he bowed down to him, or it's looked at as a negative thing. Well, I think that we reach a point that we're too far to one side, right. And and if you want to be in the middle, you're looked at as you're on this side now. Mm-hmm. So nobody wants to be in the middle. So I think that's that's like the big problem in politics. And um, it's just corporations get their hands in there too, which makes it more difficult for politics to do the right thing, especially for the people that need it in the country. You know, oh, I need to have you on this fucking podcast a lot more because you're educating <laughs> the fuck out of me. And honestly, like uh, I'm really enjoying this because. I well, get to give my dish out and then you give me a more um, 
Now, I'm Overall. more educated fucking uh, opinion versus my uninformed opinion. Mm-hmm. So, well, just, the, oh. the thing is, like, like, there's a lot of information out there, but a lot of it is, it's gets bogged down. Yeah. Um, uh, like, if you want to really know what's happening in, in the country, read the newspaper. That'll be your least biased opinion, uh, opinionated okay. place. Can you recommend the newspapers? <laughs> I said local. Your uh, local, local, your local newspaper, because they really don't have any interest of you. They what they want you to do is read the paper. They really right. don't. So, print print media is a little bit different than than, than TV media. Okay. Print media, you have to get at least three sources in, in order for a story to go out. To be verified. And, uh, to be verified. Wow. At least, at least the bare, bare minimum of three sources. So some people get 10, some people get, you know, more. And uh, so um, TV media doesn't, TV media gets one person and they're like, this is what's happening according That's to this person. <laughs> so it's not really in depth and uh, it's good. It's good for um, people talking back and forth on each other and having opinions. Right. But those are opinions. Those aren't the facts. And the facts are, you know, plain and simple in paper better than I'm not saying that there isn't like facts in TV because there is some facts on TV. You just got to look, look deeper. Well, it. yeah, because the facts that they'll use will be the ones that are fitting their narrative, but they'll spin it, you know, but they'll leave out the rest of the fucking commentary just yeah. to focus on that fact. You know, I, I wish print media was not something that seems like it's on a downfall. I think it'll probably come back because like you said, it's somewhere where you can get an unbiased view. I mean, well, not your Washington yeah. Post, not your LA times, but local. So you you, so local media has been hit the hardest out of all, all the print media mm-hmm. just because people aren't reading as much, but um, that doesn't mean it's going away. There's so like one, one person when I went to, to this um, conference told me that uh, stories are always going to be there. Right. There's always got to be stories and there's always got to be someone that tell the story. Now, how you tell the story, that's how the people are going to view you, you know? So if you tell the story with more facts, less opinions, right. uh, that's, that's, that's how people are going to get the story. Right. Right. In other words, you give the story without uh, pushing an agenda behind it. You yeah. just give the story. You just put out the story that was told with the facts, not saying, but I think, you know what I'm saying? So, so newspapers like the New York times, the, the, you know, the Washington post and all those do that, but they get overblown by this news outlets that especially the, the big CNN Fox and all of them, they grab those stories and make it super one-sided okay. to fit their narrative. Okay. And and the, the the facts in the story get lost there. I so I mean, I mean, there's you, there's obviously a need for like like um, news. Uh, what what is it called? Um, like um, uh, journalism. Uh, like for people to know more about journalism. Okay. Because there's always facts that get lost when someone tells a story and. And and if you're good at looking at where those facts are, you'll find the actual story there. 
See, and I like that you said that, you know, you got to go out there, do your research. Yeah, you know? definitely. And like, like me telling you all this stuff will do nothing if you don't go out there and actually look for yourself. Right. Like there's so much fake news out there. It's fucking insane. And I go out there and I look, <laughs> and I go out there and I look at the pages, right? And I read the articles and I'm like, okay, but this is his opinion. This isn't this person, you know? Right. So where are the facts? Where are the sources? Where are, cause honestly, if they don't name sources, basically that might as well be an opinion. Right. I mean, it might as well be an opinion. Everything's been overgeneralized anyway. I, I'm guilty of it. I overgeneralize a lot of shit. Like I'll say, oh, it's fucking millennials. But you know, I know <laughs> a lot of millennials are fucking, you know, old school. They grew up with parents that taught them the right fucking way and not to be little fucking mom boy cry baby bitches. You know, I want a fucking trophy because he got one. Anyways, um, but uh, you know, I just, it, I don't know, dude. I, what I like, and, and you know what? It's also the generation now behind you. Um, is the now generation. I want everything right fucking now, yeah. you know? So they can't read that fast. So they'd rather just go watch some shit on YouTube or on Facebook. I love the dude, Facebook university. I don't know how many motherfucking <laughs> graduates they have, bro. You, know, you got lawyers, you got fucking uh, like fucking career politicians on there. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here, guy. I mean, weren't you just fucking talking about your old lady? You know, fucking being a thought or some shit. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, yeah. your opinion, seriously, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyways, dude, it's been about an hour and a half now. And I didn't think yeah. it was all this fucking long. But so, I've really enjoyed having you on today, man. We got to do this again. We yeah, thank you for having me, man. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. And, you know, we'll, if you want me to be back here, I'll be back here. And um, we'll definitely talk more about basic training. Oh, Other God. stories that I'll remember. Hell yeah, dude. Stuff like oh, that. This is me. Story is about McConan and running without shoes. Yeah, dude. Lacey <laughs> brought that shit up. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. McConan was the best, man. You know, after after uh, uh, first deployment, we became roommates, me, oh. McConan and I. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we were, we were pretty close. I think I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a while, but you know, I saw, I saw him on Facebook. I looked him up. I mean, he had an easy ass name, Asagid, and fucking. Um, I yeah. saw him now, like this motherfucker made some first class. Holy shit, McConan, who can think English. He was on track for first sergeant or something like that, Holy or he shit. he was actually in charge of like like of a unit. Damn, I think that's I think that's how like he, last time I talked to him, he was telling me about it. You know, but he had he did like four deployments or five deployments, man. That's the thing about McConan, you know, McConan, he's a, a good example of the American dream that you can achieve what you want to fucking, if you want to do it, you know? I didn't, I didn't know he was like fresh off the boat, basically, when he got to basic until yeah. we were roommates when he told me like, yeah, he'd only been in the country for like six months yeah, or dude, something that, like that. And that motherfucker is, you know, I love McConan, man. I remember the first time, yeah, like, Lopez, let me have a cigarette. Like, no, man, this ain't for you, bro. That motherfucker took a puff out of it. <laughs> bro, I recorded that. Remember, because I remember we, we were there. I recorded that because I was with him. And uh, I recorded that on one of my cell phones, my old cell phones. And I can't find my old cell phone, man. Fucking hey, dude. Oh, that was, that was funny. Man, that was good times. Stuff. Good times. Hell yeah, man. And you know what? Here's another thing about people, about on the gun line. This is how we talk. 
We may have different fucking points of views or opinions, but guess what we just had? A good conversation. I get yeah. passionate, you know, about things. <laughs> you, and, oh, wait till you hear this midweek memo coming up. Holy shit. <laughs> I got one. I got, woo. I'm going to let off on that one. But, oh, fucking, um, you know, we go, we talk shit, we have fun, we reminisce. Shit, I haven't spoke to this dude since probably 2007 that we had a real conversation. Yeah. You know, and here yeah. we are 13 years later, picked right up like it was just yesterday. You know, that's the brotherhood that this is intended to bring back. You know, the talking shit, the fucking having fun, the good memories to get you away from that fucking life that we were just talking about out in the yeah. real world, you know, and I'm hoping that it, it that it reaches out to people. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, man, do me a favor, slap a like on it if you like the content and subscribe, yo. And if you can, if you're not too embarrassed, share the motherfucker. All right. And with that being said, no, I'm not Republican. That's not why I'm wearing red. No, he's not a fucking liberal. That's not why he's wearing all that blue. This is yeah. fucking Hannity and Combs, all right? <laughs> this is fucking, you know, Red Friday. That's why I'm wearing red. And he just forgot about that shit because, you know, he got Yeah, you know what? I didn't, I didn't see you didn't, you didn't put a post on today because oh, you usually I, put red, red Friday. And I'm like, oh, it's Red Friday. I gotta remember, and then I, I didn't see it uh, either. I didn't see it, or you didn't post it. But like, I was like, "Oh, it's too late, fuck it, too late." <laughs> but oh yeah, dude, been great having you on here, man. You got any? Yeah, shout thank you very much. Um, uh, you know, I I, I have a podcast. Are you bring it back. Uh, I think so. I think so. You know, we it's kind of like this, but in more of a you know just general kind of like just talking shit yeah. <laughs> like sexual stuff and whatnot but like, like in a good way in a good way um we had our oh, first <laughs> our first episode <laughs> first it's just like life in corona time and stuff like that so and then i'm also gonna start a, a sports podcast soon um that's oh. gonna be for yeah dude do it hey and so i Go ahead. I used to have one. I used to have one, but now it's going to be more localized, more about Fresno. And I'm also going to talk about big, you know, news around the the, the United States and, and around the world. But. Before we go, since you brought up fucking sports, I got to hear your opinion on this. That team from Washington, D.C. What do you think about the, that? The, so I, I always been, even like probably like five, six years ago, I thought that we should have changed their name. And and the reason why, and this is my my reason why, is because it it was a time past. So uh, uh, the people that liked that name that 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 came up with that name, mm -hmm. that was okay back then. Now it's not seen that way, and especially if, if people feel that, uh, especially the Native Americans that feel it don't like the name, mm -hmm. it's more it's more prominent than the ones that do. I feel oh, is that a fact that there's more Native Americans, Indians that don't like being or that don't like the name that that don't like the name? Uh, they're definitely more vocal. They're they're more vocal than the ones that do. Mm -hmm. And you know, it is it doesn't take too much just to change the name. But isn't that of kind of Redskins? Like, but okay, but. You're not erasing the history because the team's still there. No, I mean, no. if you think about it, the 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 Indianapolis Colts mm -hmm. weren't really the Indianapolis Colts. They were from Baltimore. The Baltimore Colts. So they moved, right? They moved, right? right? So then, 
the Ravens came into Baltimore and you know changed, but they're the 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 history of football still in Baltimore, right? You know. But here's the thing. Here, here's just my opinion again. Uninformed. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> first of all, fuck people's feelings. I mean, are we gonna start changing everything for the the little few over the majority? Is that what's is that? Where's this? Where does it end? You know, where is it gonna be ending? Like, okay. The Cleveland Indians, are they next? The Atlanta. Well, they, fucking, the uh, Indians actually changed their logo because of the whole caricature uh, Indian. So, so but yeah, they I didn't change. Them. They didn't change the Indian, which I'm fine with. I'm fine. Hold on, hold on. Uh, but shouldn't their logo be a fucking dot Indian, not a feather Indian? No, that's well. That's not who they're talking about. But. Exactly, but Indian is a derogatory name, right? Oh, you got me there. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think about that. So, so they could change the name, but they're talking about a group of people in a derogatory term, just like the Redskins are, right? I didn't. That's, find that's it the point. I, that, I just didn't find it derogatory. Um, you know. Uh, you know, if you put if you put uh, Washington wetbacks, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it's. It, but then again, if, I mean, if, if enough people go ahead, go ahead. If enough people get mad at, at something and want change, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like, you know, about because because Dan Snyder, the owner of the group, was not going to change it, and you know why he changed it, because of the of the sponsors mm-hmm. money. So it all comes down to that. If if yeah. if people make enough enough um, noise to affect the money coming in, that's gonna change how everybody views things. So at the end of the day, it boils down to money, folks. Money talks. Pretty much, talks. yeah. And you know what? Um, I don't care what they say that I don't have a fucking uh, a dog in this goddamn in this hunt, because like we were talking about earlier, half of my people came from that country in Europe where they're all white, it's right next to France, you know, and my other half were from this country, the originals until those motherfuckers came over here in boats and uh, just go watch the movie. Fucked it all up. up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because my last team, my last name is Lopez, not in Kunkle Akajutla. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 Anyway, bro, I think that's a good way to end this podcast today. So um, what I'm going to end up doing, I got, I heard his podcast, the one where they got ghosted. I'm going to go ahead and I make sure you go onto my Facebook page. I'm going to go ahead and have a link it there. So you guys can go check it out. It's a fucking yeah. funny ass podcast. Yo. I was dying. Motherfuckers talking yeah, about a- sending pictures of their penises. <laughs> that shit was on point. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, um, Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Uh, thank, thank you for uh, promoting my podcast. Uh, we're, we're planning on doing a little bit more episodes soon, so yeah, we're you know gonna keep it up. It's like um, it's it's what they call that shit. Um, kind of like on the gun line is just military folks talking shit. Uh, his is more like the locker room, like like locker, locker room. room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So or shit, yeah. you talk with your homeboy, you know, while you're having a fucking smoke break. Shit like that. It's really good, really funny. Make sure you guys go check it out. What's the name of it again? It's uh, Morning Rambles because uh, we usually do it in the morning. 
and and it always goes out in the morning so it's just morning rambles we just ramble about shit like daily life <laughs> all right where can they find it at spotify we're currently on spotify anchor uh we're on uh, apple Podcasts, i think yes, you are. that's where i heard y'all at apple yeah so we're we're on a different different kind of um um uh, platforms there mm-hmm. so make sure y'all go check it out man morning rambles with fucking Jorge Rodriguez <laughs> and uh, his homeboy. <laughs> Make sure y'all check that out, man. Hey, it's been an honor once again having you on here. Make sure you guys are watching on the YouTube. Uh, again, click like, sub, share. Uh, on the people listening on the podcast, again, you know, I'm on fucking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Free, some of the sh- Just Google it. And then also, there's an onthegunline.com, all right? Go on there, and you'll have links to the Facebook page for On The Gun Line. There's YouTube uh, link to the YouTube. There's a merch uh, T-shirt slash merch store link to On The Gun Line. And there's one more, but I can't fucking remember what it was. I think it's to, I don't fucking know. Anyways, with that being said, it's been a pleasure having you all over here. Don't forget to watch us on the Midweek Memo. Kowalczyk and I are going to have some discussions uh, about, I'll give you a, a quick taste of it, all right? Maybe. Which ethnicity or race has the worst fucking music? That's one of the topics <laughs> we'll be discussing. And shit, what else did we talk? Oh, uh, that and just some other, I'm just going to give you that taste because I can't remember what the rest of it was. I'm trying to look it up right here. Uh, let's see, that, oh, and... Uh, Dude, shit. Yeah, I think that's the only one we're going to be talking to. That one and my rant. My rant is going to be about Dependas. Be ready, bitches. All right, man. Y'all have a good day out there, Gunline. Love, peace, and hair grease. Gunline out. Bye, motherfuckers. I can't find the fucking button. <laughs>